Welcome to Light Trees and News, everyone. Pop culture, politics, and a sprinkle of treason. I'm joined today by a very sick face. <laughs> Hello. Thanks for showing up, even though you have a little cold. Yeah. Um, guys, never ever fall in love because you'll just pass the same disgusting cold virus back and forth for I the rest of your lives. Swear to God, if <laughs> I get sick from fucking Eric again, like he's the he was patient zero that one year during DCM that we all got oh, so yeah. sick. Maybe the sickest I've ever been. And it was fucking Eric who he still denies it. He's like, you don't know. I started it. And I was like, we know. He definitely Eric. started it because you, you could always tell it's the first person to get sick. Yeah. Duh. So, guys, I asked this on my Facebook fan page, but, ooh, baby, scheduling co-hosts for this show lately has been a fucking nightmare because people are very busy, uh, schedules, people are sick, um, public transportation issues, general flaking. (laughs) So, I asked this question on my Facebook fan page, would it be weird, and I need you to be honest with me. And I need you to get back to me at hashtag like treason pod. Would it be weird if occasionally I hosted the show by myself? I don't think it would be weird. So, so far I've been shocked because I thought most people would be like, oh my God, yes, please don't do that. On my fan page, it seems like people are very receptive to it. Yeah. And I know that people love the co-host and obviously I would continue to do it whenever I could schedule someone. But like today was bad i mean i had to like yeah i mean you had to put it off till saturday i had to put it off t- till I, saturday like i wanted to cancel just because i wasn't feeling good but i was like i can't bail you like, were no offense the 10th <laughs> person oh, i yeah. texted too because i like i had other people lined up and they just kept falling through one mm-hmm. after the other for very valid reasons but you know we're all busy we're all hustling and it's just it's really hard to get people uh booked so yeah it's good to know that it's an option especially because i'm like would you guys rather not have an episode or just have me host it i mean i'm sure people said just you rather than no episode at all because you're you're good like people oh my god thank you (laughs) uh but i'm curious (laughs) what are your thoughts i don't know if it would be an hour episode because i like to me that just seems insane for me to be sitting here rambling on my own for an hour i definitely listen to podcasts that's just one person though so i know yeah i know that people those podcasts exist they're very popular people love them to me though because i've always been on shows where there's a co-host that feels insane, but maybe I would just get used to it. I'm kind of curious and I kind of want to try it now because I'm yeah. like, that seems yeah, like a very goes. wild challenge. But anyway, I just wanted to get your general thoughts. Yeah, Let me know. Do, do voices have a fake co-host? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll just, uh, to make it even more insane, I'll do a character <laughs> that I'm riffing with. You guys are cool with that, right? People so, would be like, are you okay, Allison? <laughs> yeah, I'm no. If to answer your question, I'm absolutely not okay. Oh, speaking of not being okay, guys, did you know we're 100% listener supported at Light Treason News? It's true. If you go to lighttreason.news, hit that donate button. You can keep us going for as little as $5 a month. Do it, guys. I also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Kilkenny. You can support for as little as a dollar a month over there. But if you sign up at the higher tiers, $5 a month, you get to send questions that we'll answer on Light Treason News. $10 a month, you get to do the online hangouts, and they're a good time. So, And also, you get to send questions. So $10 a month is a good fucking deal. Yeah. Guys, especially, I've talked about Penny getting very expensive surgery my little cat guess who else needs to go to the fucking vet now desmond (laughs) so i have to go back to the vet with mr desmond and uh, as you pet owners know that ain't cheap so if you feel like supporting the show now would be a good time so oh i have recce rex we have so much bad news to get Mm -hmm. to but before any of that faith as we know tomorrow is saint patty's day oh no i'm working all day oh no in greenpoint though so hopefully people like hopefully it won't be like party people yeah per se i don't know interesting (laughs) uh so i'm so sorry also i work at a japanese restaurant so it's not like people are gonna be you know it's not like i work at an irish place well you say that but (laughs) my people have a way of infiltrating and spreading like a virus (laughs) I can say that because I'm Irish. You can't say that if you're not Irish because it's hateful. (laughs) I can say it because I've had to deal with these fucking people my whole life. So last night, 
some of my dumb friends. I'm kidding. I love them so much. <laughs> but after uh, a meeting, they were like, let's go get a drink. And I forgot that it's St. Patty's Day. And I was like, yeah, or oh, St. No. Patty's Day weekend. <laughs> so we go to a bar and every Irish motherfucker is there. And I was like, God damn it. And we go, we get a table. My poor friend starts trying to order beer. And she's like, I'll have this in a pint glass. And they were like, we're sold out of that beer. I'll have this beer in a pint glass. We don't have any more of that beer. And she went through maybe five different beers. And finally she said, how is this possible? That's so wild. And I was like, allow me to share the history of my people with you. Um, we are alcoholics. And as such, we, de- we never stop drinking. Ever. Until all the beer is gone. And then people can't have any more beer. <laughs> and then we fight. Uh, and that is the history of Ireland. So... She finally gets a beer that they're not sold out of. And we're sitting there. And we're there maybe an hour. And all of a sudden, the owner of the bar, who is an Irish man, actual Irish, goes over to the door and he starts pounding on it. And he's like, you've been in there a while. And we're like, oh, God, is somebody like puking or passed out? Uh, There were people fucking in the bathroom. And they came out. And the girl, very unsubtly, hikes down her dress. And we're like... It's time to leave. It's time to leave because it is not even midnight and people are fucking in the bathrooms. (laughs) And that's St. Patty's Day in New York City. Yeah. It's awful. Don't go outside. People all get dressed up like they do for SantaCon except green. Yeah. I feel like SantaCon (laughs) has now surpassed St. Patty's Day as being the worst drunk Mm -hmm. holiday. But St. Patty's Day is still very bad. It's just a bunch of entitled white people basically thinking they have the right to be monsters in public, Mm. which is SantaCon, too, for the most part. Not that people of color don't participate in it, but generally it's it's mainly like a certain certain segment of white bro types. Yes, exactly. So, guys, so much bad things to get to. So many wrecks to get to. I wanted to see if, though, there were any questions. Oh, yeah. Over on my Patreon that we could get to. So uh, while you're looking at that, um, yeah. in a win for cats everywhere, my cat conned her way into two breakfasts this morning. Oh, wow. Oh, so did she <laughs> ask you and then Eric? No. So um, I was passed out from NyQuil mm-hmm. and apparently Eric fed her. But I wake up at 10 a.m. She usually gets fed around like 8 10 a.m. to her like jumping on me and meowing in my face and I was like oh my god I haven't fed you like you must be so hungry I'm such a bad mother food in her bowl and then Eric walks in and looks at her face and is like who got two breakfasts today (laughs) (laughs) yep 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 she looks smug so Elizabeth wrote in and just has a recommendation which we love at light trees and news you don't always have to have a question if you have a recommendation that's great too Elizabeth recommends, if you're looking for something lighthearted, Kim's Convenience on Netflix. In a, wor- in a word, delightful. I truly know nothing about it, but thank you. I yep. trust you. What if it's the most hateful thing? And I'm just <laughs> like, thank you so much. Um, so I guess check that out. And also, if you know what it's about, tell me because I'm not going to look into it. I would assume it's a convenience store. Oh, yeah, that would. You know what? Let me just Google it right now. Why wonder when we have the power of the Internet? So you think it's about a convenience store. Okay, so it is. It's Canadian. Uh Oh, Canadian alert. The series centers on the Korean Canadian Kim family who run a convenience store in the Moss Park neighborhood of Toronto. Cool. Neat. Uh, So thank you for that recommendation. Abby wrote in and wants to know. Allison, that's me, if Lost were a fan fiction that you were writing, what would be the ending? Co-host opinion also welcome. Well, this is not the co-host for you. <laughs> but there is something for you, Faith. Also, oh, remember cool. when Faith <laughs> told us about witches all over the country casting a spell at the same time to help bring down Trump? Does she have any updates on how the witches feel about their progress <laughs> or influence on his unfolding situation? I assume this is in regards to the Mueller investigation. Uh, so to answer the first part, I never had anything like specific in mind that I wanted for Lost. I just really, really wanted the ending to be to honor 
the scientific stuff they had done throughout the series. Because there was this great character named Daniel Faraday, who is a scientist, who represents the scientific mind, who's one of the coolest characters ever on television. And they introduced him and really led the audience to believe that eventually there would be a scientific explanation. Uh And then at the end, they were like... Probably because they couldn't think of anything. Sure. They were making (laughs) it up as they went along. And they probably just thought he was cool, which he was cool. And his storylines were very cool. And then at the end, spoiler alert, they were like, it's God did it. It's heaven. (laughs) It felt very much like, all right, you had nothing this whole time. And you promised us you had something and you did not have anything. So that's my, the only, but I don't have anything like specific in mind. But just scientific in general. Yeah, I would have liked, you know, explain that fucking polar bear. Why was there a polar bear on the island? (laughs) Even if it's heaven, that doesn't make sense. Like, why is there a polar bear on that island? Uh, It's so random. And it it had to do with the Dharma Initiative. And the Dharma Initiative was a scientific community slash hippie commune that lived on this island. Who the fuck are they? Are they angels? What's (laughs) happening? I'm getting mad all over again. Uh, Faith. How do you feel? How do the witches feel about the <laughs> progress with uh, taking down Trump? I have no idea because cool. um, I, it was like a, it was kind of like a flash in the pan, angry after the election sort of thing. Sure. Um, and I don't, I don't think anyone's followed up, if that makes sense. Sure. Um, and yeah, I think I expressed um, at the time that. Um, stuff like that that's like so big and um you know trying to affect the world political stage there's just so many other um so much other stuff going on there that like to think that you can change the outcome through magic is a little naive sure i think Um, that's fair That would be my take. I think that's fair until the witches come for me, in which case (laughs) Faith said it, and I do not support anything she says. I'm part of the community. I can say that. (laughs) Sure. Sure. Mm, Sure. (laughs) So also, Edgar wants to know what my and my co-host guilty pleasure meals are. And they write, I've been vegetarian for going on eight years, and my guilty pleasure is vegan, quote unquote, chicken nuggets. Great question. Uh, Faith, what's your what's your guilty meal pleasure? First of all, I don't believe in guilty yeah. pleasure meals. You shouldn't feel guilty for eating food. You need food to live. Don't feel guilty. Yep. Uh, Take pleasure in it. All bodies are good bodies. And yeah, don't think of stuff that way. And I'm sure they just used that flippantly and weren't actually saying that they feel guilty yeah. <laughs> about eating uh, vegan chicken nuggets. But yeah, I think that's in the common vernacular and uh-huh. let's get rid of it. So uh, what's your, what's your favorite meal, Faith? Um, meal, probably um, getting like a drunken noodles and Tomcast soup. Oh, from like a yeah. Thai place. Oh yeah. Um, and that's, guilt over spending the money <laughs> sure we can feel guilty about uh we're all trapped in capitalism right um maybe we shouldn't feel guilty that we don't have money and that we occasionally need to spend it yeah but um <clears throat> as far as pleasure probably my homemade vegan cheesecake Ooh, yeah. which is like tofu and cashew based very and good is amazing yeah i would say oh <sighs> patsy oo is great which you can get vegan uh, from vegan restaurants in New York City. Um, I love a good ramen, mm-hmm. you know, with like fried tofu, uh, scallions, stuff like that. Is Have you tried um, Ramen Hood? No. So they're from L.A., but they're mm-hmm. doing like a residency for a little while in New York. I think they're still doing it. It got extended just because they were so popular. Mm-hmm. Like um, a pop-up restaurant? Yeah. It's at this place called Chef's Table or something. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's all vegan ramen. I had it uh, when I was in LA. It's really delicious. Yeah. I should try that. Uh, I love me some ramen, especially like, during the winter months. That is mm-hmm. one of my favorite winter comfort meals. But yeah. Uh, good question. Thank you. So let's call it at that. If I didn't answer your question, I still have it in my email. Don't freak out. We will get to all questions eventually, all questions slash recommendations slash comments. Some people just write in and they're like, mm, I feel this way about something, which is also totally valid. valid. 
So my recommendation for this episode, and I'll keep it short because we have so much to get to, is Pen15 on Netflix. It's a great show. Uh, or I'm sorry, on Hulu. Uh, great show about uh, two little girls in middle school, but they're played by the creators of the show <laughs> who are older women. And a lot of people were like sort of weirded out by that. I fully embrace that choice because they're exploring a lot of sensitive material that I would not want to see children acting out. Fair. For example, the first time you masturbate. That's something that kids go through in middle school sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's part of reality. Still, I would not want to see a little girl masturbating. Yeah. I would be like, someone should put me in prison for watching <laughs> this. So I, it, it's an opportunity to explore sensitive, very funny material in a way that feels like safe mm-hmm. and and positive. And it's very, very funny. It's very well acted. And I like it a lot. I recommend it. Have you seen it? Hashtag Light Trees and Pod. What do you think? Uh, Faith, have you seen, heard, read anything you want to recommend? Um, had to cancel Netflix and Hulu because money. Uh-huh. Um, so I haven't been watching anything at all. Oh, she's not on her own accounts, baby. I'm <laughs> sharing accounts with everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, my cousin like offered me to give uh, offered me her like Netflix login or whatever, and I was like, I want to see if I can actually be productive. Yeah, I, that's um, fair, but also we'll <laughs> I fully support people splitting like accounts yeah, and totally. stuff. I think it makes sense. Yeah, um, especially HBO accounts because HBO is oh, so, yeah, so fucking expensive. expensive. Yeah. Um, but as far as reading, oh shit, I had like I had some in mind before coming over, and totally forgot. Um. Oh, yeah. I was reading, um, it's called A Writer's Diary, and it's um, the extracts from Virginia Woolf's diary that's, like, just about writing specifically. Uh-huh. Um, and I found it very inspiring because she was um, probably bipolar and had, like, a lot of physical illness. Yeah. Um, and she published her first novel when she was 33 or something, and, like, attained success through like um her late 30s her 40s into her 50s um and just having that kind of model for a writing career where they're not like instantly successful um they have all these different issues that they're dealing with while you know sticking to a schedule of writing um I just find that very inspirational for me yeah um so yeah a writer's diary by virginia wolf check it out hell yeah and yeah anything else that you wanted to recommend music movies uh i the last one i saw was captain marvel which i already recommended oh my god (laughs) it's penny penny do you have any recommendations (laughs) that's a no and also a great segue here's your bad news one more time screw you penny All right, the deluge of bad news that I'm about to deliver, I want you guys to know is happening while Penny is sitting on my lap in her giant dumb cone because she got surgery and she can't lick her surgery wounds and she keeps looking at me. If occasionally you hear something hit the mic, that's the plastic uh, cone. Just a little bit of background. So obviously the main bad news story I wanted to talk about is the terrorist attack in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. White supremacist attacked two mosques in Christchurch and killed so far 49 people. Um, There's also a lot of people who are critically wounded and it's like uh, TBD uh, in terms of if they'll survive or not. So that number could very well go up. Obviously, this is a horrific terrorist attack. Details have come out about the shooter, whose <coughs> name I'm not going to use because fuck him. Um, but he, surprise, surprise, is a white supremacist, <coughs> violent misogynist, uh, user of 8chan, you know, Trump supporter. You could just tick every mm. box. Like, we know who this guy is, right? Because it's always this fucking guy. It's always a pissed off white dude who hates women 
and has access to guns and fucking kills people and terrorizes communities. The only thing that's different in this case is how New Zealand has responded, which is now like an effort to ban um, automatic weapons. Which, as an American watching it, yeah. is like, fuck. Like, you actually... They got on that. Yeah, no hope, thoughts, Quick, and prayers. Like, like <laughs> what happened to your politicians uh, paying lip service but never doing anything? Um, they also, of course, uh, the police discovered firearms and explosive devices uh, as well. So, obviously, this guy had, like, bigger plans. There was some question about if he was part of a terrorist network. Right now, it seems like he was working on his own, but... I think on like his own is a very um, not not super accurate term just because there are these like giant communities like 8chan where people right. are but getting radicalized of, like, and planning but, this specific yeah. event. Yeah. They had arrested two other men and a woman. So there was some, you know, buzz about like, did they help him? But right now the police uh, are suggesting that he was working alone, at least in terms of actually uh, executing mm-hmm. this attack. So right away, people were like, um, he live streamed the rampage to Facebook. And there's obviously been a lot of criticism of Facebook and Twitter already because they platform alt-right views, Nazis all the time. And they've been criticized for this because this is how um, the extreme right recruits people to their fucking ridiculous beliefs and hatred and violent actions. And... I mean, the whole, like, he was this shooter. I don't know if it was, like, during the attack or whatnot. He was, um, but I saw someone saying that he was talking about, like, the whole idea of um, immigrants, like, in this case, Muslim immigrants or whatever, um, birth rates, like, replacing white people or whatever. Right. that is precisely the same neo-Nazi propaganda that, like, my... Eric's mom like Mm. shares on Facebook right you know it's like this is the same crap that like your ignorant friends from your hometown like believe and share on social media yeah there's there's a lot of people who are like uh Facebook and Twitter better act or this stuff will get mainstreamed it's already been mainstream it's so mainstream Trump we had a Muslim ban like Trump has Mm. said incredibly hateful racist xenophobic shit and he's the president of the United States. This is as mainstream as it gets. And at least online, it has been spread in large part by Twitter, by Facebook. At this point, Jack from Twitter is either himself uh, a right-wing extremist or is such a collaborator that he is indistinguishable from the Nazis who use this platform mm-hmm. because they know the problem. They identified the problem years ago. Yep. Same with YouTube. YouTube saw what was happening with the algorithms. They uh-huh. knew that they were pr- they were promoting conspiracy theories on their own site. Yep. Because of the algorithm, they knew what the issues were and they refused to act on it. And if you do that, you're a collaborator. Yep. There's no two ways about it. And the reason they did that is because they wanted to have as many customers as possible mm-hmm. because money. That does not interest me that that was, you know, maybe money was the motivating factor in not spreading hateful ideology. It it to me again it's indistinguishable because yep. you did the one thing for the other. So who cares what your specific driving factors were? Exactly. Yeah. So obviously this is a horrible like uh, all the details about the victims are starting to come out and it's fucking heartbreaking. You know, like people who were so loved in their communities, they were parents, they were they were decent people who were just at their mosques. On a Friday, which also the the terrorists knew there would be a ton of Muslims there because Friday uh, Fridays at mosques are very crowded um, for prayer. And he knew that he could kill as many, way more people on Fridays. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, just fucking awful. Um, but like I said, so weird to see a country like respond in the correct way. <laughs> Where, yeah. you know, I mean, obviously there was also a lot of like hateful uh, rhetoric from some politicians. We'll get to that in a second in the good news section, because, you know, I put egg boy in the good news. section. Yeah. <laughs> I had to. Uh, but in other bad news, I wanted to talk about this fucking stupid Chelsea Clinton story. 
Yeah. Um, guys, Chelsea Clinton is going to be okay. She'll be okay. She's not a fucking victim. Can you please stop treating <laughs> the Clintons as though anytime they're victims, it's weird. When people act like they're part of a famous person's like family, yeah. it creeps me out so much. Oh, yeah. But like watching people like feigning concern where they're like, a pregnant Chelsea Clinton was attacked by some mean students. And it's like, you watch the video and it's like, she's fine. Yeah. Everybody relax. She showed up at an event for Muslim students. Yeah. So it wasn't even like her, like no one was going into her home. Like, well, here's the thing, uh, white quote unquote allies, my fellow white people, if you show up to an event that you're not wanted at, that's an act of violence, especially after a community that's just suffered a horrific dis- uh, attack, like what happened in New Zealand. 49 people brutally slain. And you show up. And, and try to make it about, about you. you. And you're inciting like, anger. No. You immediately fucking leave. You don't hang out. First of all, don't go. But if you make the mistake of going, you don't hang out for a video to be recorded so you can look like the white savior who's talking down the scary Muslims, yeah. you know? So anyway, in case you're like, what the fuck are you talking about and you didn't see this video, Chelsea Clinton, as we sh- said, shows up to this event that is a vigil for the victims of the New Zealand mosque, uh, mosque's massacre. And she is confronted by some Muslim NYU students who blamed her in part for the New Zealand mosque's attack because she incited an Islamophobic uh, mob against Representative Ilhan Omar. So I guess this is too much of a stretch for some people to comprehend, but let's just break it down. So the Democrats were total cowards when it mm-hmm. came to defending Ilhan Omar. Oh, yeah. When they she, threw her under the bus. They threw like her under immediately. the bus. She had very valid criticisms of the Israeli lobby. And Which we've talked about on the show like a million times. So often. Yeah. And sh- so she was making a, a, a valid critique of that. The Democrats did what they always do, which is they flipped over, showed their bellies and, you know, like threw her under the bus. And what happened? Representative Ilhan Omar started getting uh, death threats and, you know, people saying they were going to kill her. So it was moderate. If you want to call the Clintons moderate, which I would argue they're actually right wing, but (laughs) moderate quote unquote, moderate Democrats who exposed Omar to this vindictive mob. So that is a valid critique. The Clintons are part of that movement that did not have Omar's back. Chelsea Clinton is an extension of that because she's never spoken out uh, in in defense of Omar. So she did in that moment represent that faction, that cowardly faction. So that's what happened. And again, Chelsea Clinton came into their space at an incredibly vulnerable time. Mm -hmm. And how is it being framed? The scary Muslims go after pregnant, poor, poor little white girl, Chelsea Clinton, who's so vulnerable right now. Which is so racist and yeah. so xenophobic and so Islamophobic that it, it it's obviously so to me, but it almost seemed universal, at least when it first happened on Twitter, that people were like, this is so terrible. People should not be so mean to poor little Chelsea Clinton. By the way, Chelsea Clinton used to show up to anti-war protests and scream at the protesters. Oh, my God. So... <laughs> she has a history of doing this exact same thing. Nobody yeah, seems and, to remember that. Uh, by the way, if you support war in the Middle East, that's also uh, fueled by Islamophobia. So yeah. fuck you. So maybe think about it. <laughs> Good for us. They're going to think about it now. So also, Oh, right. Okay. I wanted to talk about the, uh, the terrible plane crash. Oh yeah. In Ethiopia. But uh, more broadly, the Boeing 737 MAX, which has been finally, thank God, been grounded. Uh-huh. There was some debate. Wasn't it like multiple ones? Yeah. They like shut down like after takeoff or whatever. Yeah. So going back to the beginning, there was this terrible plane crash in Ethiopia. 157 people died. Immediately, there was like a forensics effort to figure out what happened And a bunch of pilots, many from the U.S., but also globally, came forward and said, we have been complaining about the Boeing 737 MAX for years. Or it hasn't been around that long, but it's actually a pretty new plane. Mm -hmm. But like for a while, because this thing happens where apparently 
there's sort of an automatic feature when you're flying that if the nose goes up too high, it automatically brings it back down. Oh, and yeah. if you're not a seasoned pilot, or even sometimes if you are a seasoned pilot, it is very difficult to compensate for that. Apparently, the pilots on the Ethiopia flight were very experienced. But even so, the plane crashed. Mm -hmm. It's still to be determined if that's why it crashed. But there's been a lot of problems with this Boeing 737 MAX. Um, that's why you should listen to your workers, by the way, when they're telling you yep. it's unsafe. <laughs> well, it was also like during the government shutdown, it slowed a lot of like budgetary mm -hmm. upgrades that potentially could have uh, gone towards fixing the plane. A really fucked up feature about the Boeing 737 MAX is apparently the upgrade that could fix that overcompensation of the nose was sold as an add-on. Oh, my God. Why is that not a default <laughs> thing in the plane? Do Why you, Do you, do you want your plane not to crash? Uh, you got to pay extra. Yeah, upgrade like, for the fancy, I, fancy not crashing feature. I don't want to be on planes that have features that are added on, like, apps. Like, do you want to buy <laughs> this so you don't fucking crash? Like, that's wild. So, anyway... Um, another aspect to this story is that a government watchdog group has asked the Department of Defense Inspector General to investigate whether Acting Secretary of Defense Patrick Shanahan violated ethics rules by promoting Boeing weapons systems while serving as a government official. Oof. Shanahan worked at Boeing for more than 30 years prior to being tapped by President Trump to serve as Dep Deputy Secretary of Defense under former Defense Secretary Jim Matt Mattis. When Mattis submitted his resignation in December, Shanahan was named by Trump as Acting Defense Secretary. So there was a lot of concern when all of this was happening mm -hmm. that Trump wasn't going to pull these planes down because of fucking Shanahan and Shanahan's oh closeness to Boeing. That is wild. Like, thank God that didn't happen. But can you imagine, like, Holy I'm shit. sure that was part of the conversation. I'm sure Shanahan was like, there's nothing wrong with these planes. Like, we will get a grip on it. Like, the wow. fact that that was even a possibility is like, this is so fucking corrupt. Yeah. And scary. Like, oh, Jesus. 157 people. Like, Jesus. Um, so, also, guys, I said there was a lot of bad news, and I meant it. Can we talk about Beto O'Rourke? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's just give ourselves a second to sigh about another underachieving white man who so thinks he deserves the world. I knew I knew this was not going to happen because politicians are all power hungry motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. um, but I really hoped that the entire Democratic field would be women. Sure. That would have been amazing. Yeah. Um, also, a correct strategy. Yeah. Also, none of the men who have stepped up to run should be running. It's one unimpressive man after another. And the fucking profile that came out of overwork in what magazine was it? Who cares? Oh, it was Vanity Fair where he was like, I was born for this motherfucker. You <laughs> lost your election. What are you born for? You lost your election to Ted Cruz. Yeah, and also, I mean, granted Texas, granted it was close and that was impressive, but you lost also these gross commercials he's putting out with his wife sitting next to him where she says nothing Ew. showing up to rallies where he says, uh, my wife is primarily raising our children like and joking about it where he's like, sometimes I help too. <laughs> I'm so progressive. That, yeah, I mean, that would be a joke in the twenties, right? Like I, like I sometimes see my kids. It's like when men say they're babysitting their own children, <sighs> that's not babysitting. Yeah. It's like they, they're, they're your kids, man. <laughs> yeah. Like he's just, the more I see him, the more he talks, <laughs> he's the guy at the bar who you see. And you're like, you're hot. And then you have a conversation with him and it's like, oh my God. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. You're one of these yeah. men. And that's Beto O'Rourke. Like the more I hear this dude talk, the more it makes me angry that Stacey Abrams is not in his position. Stacey Abrams arguably won her election. Yeah, but she did. It was rigged and that election was stolen from her. So if anyone should be running, it should, it should be, be Stacey Abrams. She's she's smarter. She's more charismatic. People like her more. She yeah. actually won her fucking election. It was stolen from her. And a lot of people are pissed off about that. So she would have momentum behind yep. her. She's a better candidate. 
But Beto O'Rourke's the one out there saying, I'm born for this. Why do you think that, Beto? Yeah. Why do you have that arrogance about you? And the fact that he says that and he never questions why he has that uh-huh. arrogance makes me very afraid of him. Yes. And I don't want him to be a Democratic candidate. Yep. I mean, on that note, I don't want Joe fucking Biden to Ew, be a candidate no. either. Like, for, for a lot of the same reasons. Like I was saying, none of the men running should be running. Right. Like, the Maybe the women the, I have I have issues with a lot of the women, but at least they all have like a credible claim to be running. The one dude who I think can stay in it is the guy running on climate change. <laughs> There's one candidate. He's oh, running. Really? He's running as a one can uh, one um, cause candidate. Okay. It's just for climate change. He can stay. <laughs> Everybody else has to go, especially Beto. <laughs> no. Um, Let's see. What else do I want to get to? Oh, guys, Kentucky just banned abortion. Oh, boy. <clears throat> the Kentucky legislature passed two bills on this week. And unless a court blocks them, abortion will effectively be banned in the state. One bill passed on Thursday night prohibits abortion after six weeks in pregnancy before most women even know that they're pregnant. The other passed late Wednesday night bans abortion if a woman is seeking it because of a fetal diagnosis. The ACLU is challenging both uh. laws. <laughs> asking a judge to block them immediately to ensure that the only abortion provider in Kentucky, the only abortion provider in Kentucky, EMW Women's Surgical Center, does not have to turn patients away. Um, so that, like, they're both awful for obvious reasons. Um, but the one banning abortion because of a fetal diagnosis, that's so cruel. Evil. That forces women to carry the term non-viable fetuses. Like, are you fucking kidding me right like oh my god but we we don't care about the lives of the people carrying the fetuses faith we only care about <laughs> like the cluster of cells yeah because <laughs> we define life in a very strange way um guys that was a lot of bad news why don't we get to some good stuff right here is your good news <laughs> First of all, I want to give it up for students around the world who skipped class to demand action on climate change. That's awesome. Tens of thousands of students across the world skipped school on Friday uh, to take to the streets to protest their government's failure to take sufficient action against global warming. Um, They were, of course, inspired by 16-year-old Swedish activist Greta Thunberg, who began holding solidarity demonstrations outside the Swedish parliament last year. This is also just a great example of someone like Greta very, I'm sure Greta heard this from people that like your actions don't matter. You're one person. Uh And it's like, yeah, this one person inspired tens of thousands of people. And I remember when I was that age, just being told over and over and over again, like you're generation is so apathetic yep. you never do anything important or yep. meaningful like you, you're all just like stupid teenagers like on your phones blah 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 yep um so seeing kids like fight back against that perception of teenagers is and like try to affect change that will improve all of our lives yep. is Inspiring. fantastic yeah and also like when is that myth just gonna die the myth of the self-centered apathetic millennial yeah it's like really because i don't see fucking baby boomers turning out for climate change marches like this were there were there tens of thousands of baby boomers marching to stop climate change no it was it was young people it's the dreaded millennials right who don't give a shit about anything except themselves yeah they're the ones turning out so like when are we going to acknowledge that the ones who are actually apathetic, the ones who actually don't give a shit are the boomers? Yep. You know, uh, unless anyone say, Oh, but the boomers did march against like Vietnam, blah, blah. They weren't, you know, always apathetic shits. They did do something. Um, when they that were was young a, people. That was a minority of them. Like and they were young that then. was <laughs> a long fucking time ago. Yeah. It's like once they all had mortgages, suddenly they were like, mm, we don't march anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, and also, they were getting fucking drafted. That was another thing. Um, but I wanted to shout out Egg Boy. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. So a right-wing Australian senator named Fraser Inning 
was responding to Friday's massacre in a brief press conference in Melbourne, he began to blame the massacre on Muslim fanatics and oh loose immigration God. policies. Can you imagine? Right after 49 people have Holy been shit. brutally murdered. A 17-year-old boy, I don't know if he's been identified yet. A 17-year-old boy was then caught on camera slamming an egg <laughs> onto Senator Inning's head while he was in the middle of speaking. Yep. And then the teenager got clocked yeah, by a senator, like beat up. A psychotic response to yeah. somebody breaking an egg on you. They take this kid down, like hit him. He's not very big. Yeah. Um, and it was like he had a gun, like the way they responded to somebody hitting you with an egg. Um, also, can we make this the new meme, like egg a racist? I love that so much. I just want all of the teenagers to be out there egging racists and like posting it on Facebook. Uh, remember, do this. <laughs> remember when glitter bombs were a big thing? Um, yes. Yeah, it used to be for like uh, homophobes. Oh yeah, they would get yeah. glitter bombed. And what's so amazing? I know glitter's bad for the environment. Don't tweet me. Uh, but they make some varieties now that are do they good yeah. biodegradable? Uh, but what was so great about glitter bombing someone is you cannot get glitter off. Yep. So like <laughs> if for like a month after that, I'm sure they were still finding <laughs> glitter in crevices. Amazing. Also in good news. I wanted to talk about Operation Varsity Blues. Just what is because this? it embarrassed a lot of rich people. Oh, so, this whole thing. Yeah. yeah. 50 people, including Hollywood stars Felicity Huffman and Lori Laughlin, aka Aunt Becky, were charged in a scheme in which wealthy parents allegedly bribed college coaches and other insiders to get their children into some of the nation's most selective schools. So here's the thing. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I think it's hilarious anytime rich people are exposed as frauds. But I have some qualms with this, the framing of this story. First of all, do these kids not have fathers? Because in every headline, it's just Felicity Huffman. They don't mention William H. Macy, who, by the way, was totally complicit in all of this, including like they have his like recordings of him agreeing to the same stuff that Felicity Huffman's agreeing to. So he knew every step of the way. Uh, I forget Laughlin's uh, husband. He's some like brand guy. Uh, Massimo. Massimo. That's Which, it. Which uh, I fucking love their flannel shirt. So that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah. He's also a Trump guy. Big Trump supporter. Oof. Uh, yeah, but like he knew everything. So why the women are just being dragged through the mud? I mean, we know why, right? Misogyny. But that really bothers me. But another aspect of this story that I'm just sort of like, what is there are so many legal ways to for rich people to already rig the system. Yeah. First it's of all, already stacked in their favor. Like have a building built on can like rich people do that all the time. It's perfectly legal and will get your kid into any school they want to go to. It is wild that Lori Laughlin went through all this trouble to get her dumb daughter in USC, uh -huh. which is like a fine state school, but if, it's a state school. Like it, if you grow, if you have all of that money and all of that privilege and still can't get into a state school, like give it up, man. Yeah. Some of our younger listeners might know Lori Laughlin's daughter. Her name is Olivia Jade. She is a YouTube influencer, an Instagram influencer, and has a million sponsorships. Ugh. Some of the very funny ones were... Why does she need to go to college, man? <laughs> she, well, here's... I kind of have a little sympathy for Olivia Jade for this reason. She clearly did not want to go to school. Uh -huh. In one of the videos, she's talking about the fact that she doesn't want to go to school, that she's basically just going for the parties and like the football games and maybe she'll go to class. It seems like what happened was... As an academic nerd, that just makes me so pissed yeah. off. <laughs> it seems like what happened is Lori Laughlin and Massimo didn't go to college and they were like our dream for you is to go to for you to go to college despite being wildly successful yes and like Which, she never needs to work another day in her life yeah basically. and like the fact that they knew they built their own brands and empires and stuff without having been to college yeah. like college is kind of a scam guys unless you like actually want to be there for the academics yeah there's no reason I think maybe it's like a little bit of a brag for the parents. Yeah. They want to be able to say, oh, she's in college and she's doing great. And we're such great parents because like, look at what a great student oh, yeah, she is. Yeah. Like they are afraid they'll look like fuck ups if she doesn't go to school, maybe is part of the motivation. For sure. It's definitely like a cultural thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the wildest aspects of these, these cases, though, is that sometimes 
the kids got into schools on fake uh, sports scholarships, which is so like the weirdest steps to make this happen. Like they would Photoshop the kid into like the lacrosse team and then send that photo in. Truly wild. One of the stories, and I don't know if they named the kid, but the parents in a lot of these cases did not inform the kids about what they were doing. And one of the kids went in for an interview and the administrator said, hey, how's rowing going? And he went, what? (laughs) And the parent was pissed off. The parent wrote the guy who helped rig this whole thing and was like, it was so embarrassing. He didn't know what they were talking about. Uh, I didn't know they were going to ask him about that. Can you imagine (laughs) Going in for your college interview and your parents have fucking lied about you? It's so embarrassing. Oh my God. Like, not that I sympathize for rich kids, but how terrible to do to your kid. Yeah, like that's so, so, uh, I also, because like my parents basically like forced me to go to Christian college, which Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't think of any other options because i was like of course right you know what else is there and they forced me to go to like my second choice mm-hmm. um but so it's just like imagine having a parent that like wants you to be successful but then like lies and like does all this crazy shit like the whole thing like on every level just like fucks me up I'm yeah like, and the thing that is so frustrating is It's like not enough for rich people that they can rig every other tier of the system, right? It's not enough that they can get the the private SAT tutors, Mm -hmm. that they can, you know, donate uh, to the schools, that they can have buildings built, that they can rig the system in a million different ways. They need like that extra little thing. Yeah. And meanwhile, there's like so many poor kids out there who have been struggling through like failing school systems, um, having to hold a job like during high school caring for like you know other family members and stuff while trying to get their high school diploma yeah that is maybe the most frustrating and aspect like of the story which is like you took a worthy kid's spot you took the spot of a kid who is definitely smarter than you who most wants certainly to be there most certainly works harder than you who yeah. wants to be there who can contribute so much more to our society our society with like a little extra guidance and and education but dumb olivia jade who doesn't even want to be there and who by the way was partying on the yacht of the president of usc oh my god i think it was the president (laughs) of usc his yacht when her mother was arrested and charged (laughs) was like she was already they already had usc in their pocket you know like it's so weird um, but it's not weird, right? Because like rich people, you give them the world and they're like, well, I could have this world and also that world, you know, like once they have everything, they want more. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's gross. It's also gross that the feds are treating this as though they've like fixed higher education now, you know, where it's like, yeah, this is just one tiny aspect of corruption in higher education rich people as we've already talked about have rigged it in a million yeah let's talk about legacies guys let's talk about legacies let's talk about let's talk about white kids uh exploiting diversity scholarships yeah i know quite a few i'm not friends with them anymore but i've met quite a few privileged white people who were like 0.0005% Native American who get into Harvard oh, on Jesus. diversity scholarships and That's then have the so balls to go to like diversity meetings. Oh my God. With other students. Can you fucking imagine a white kid showing up to your diversity meeting to be like, oh, well, my great, 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 great grandmother might have been Native American. That's not how being Native works. That's not how that works. Winston, I'm assuming his name is Winston. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's move on. Also in good news. Oh, wait, wait. There's another aspect to this story that's so fucking funny to me. Whenever new details emerge about Operation Varsity Blues, it somehow gets funnier. So there are rich people <laughs> named Gregory and Marsha Abbott, who allegedly are two of the parents who bought their daughter's way into college. So the New York Post was, like, outside the family's Fifth Avenue building. I'm assuming to get an interview with, like, Gregory or Marsha. 
And instead, their quote, and I love that this is in quotes, their quote unquote rapper son, <laughs> Malcolm. Oh my God. Popped out oh, to, rich smoke, to smoke a giant blunt. Oh my God. While defending his parents and bragging about his latest CD. That, oh, he said. That's like a scene from Arrested Development, I swear. Hold on, let's hear Malcolm out. <laughs> he said, they're blowing this whole thing out of proportion. I believe everyone has a right to go to college, man. Malcolm, <laughs> what? I mean, yes, college should be free, but we're talking about your rich fucking parents rigging the system. I just yeah. love that he tried to make it about, like, everybody has the right to education, man. Like, oh, my <laughs> so God. So good. Also, in case anybody's wondering, you should check out his CD, Cheese and Crackers. <clears throat> I'm sure that's high quality rap right I'm there. I'm <laughs> sure it's mind blowing. Uh, <laughs> it is a 2018 five track record that includes a song title, If I Lost My Money. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, so I just had to add that because I thought it was so funny. Fucking Malcolm went downstairs to smoke a blunt and talk to the press. Oh my God. Oh my God. So I also wanted to talk about Dum Dum Tucker Carlson. Uh, Media Matters unearthed audio of Tucker using white nationalist rhetoric and making racist remarks and also making some disgusting comments about women as well. Really? I believe he called women primitive, which yikes. Uh, Yeah, he... Who could have foreseen this? I know, like, oh God. The, The dumbest aspect of this story was when like liberals somehow thought that Fox News was going to cancel him and that <laughs> the right wing would turn on him. And I'm like, this no, if he espouses their values. He espouses their values. This will make him a hero because if you end up on media matters, it's sort of like you're a hero to them. Um, not to say that these stories aren't newsworthy or shouldn't be covered, but like this absolutely. It's not going to get him canceled. Trump openly bragged about sexually assaulting women and got elected. So truly, we know the right does not care about racism, does not care about misogyny, doesn't care about any of this gross rhetoric. Uh, but yeah, it, it is wild to hear him on these dumb shows. Uh, he credited white men for creating civilization. <laughs> he made numerous racist remarks about the Obamas, including agreeing that Michelle Obama would be a problem because she turns into a sister and asking of Barack Obama, how is he black, for one thing? He has one white parent, one black parent. Tucker, oh dear. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Carlson called Iraqis semi-literate primitive monkeys and Ugh. said Afghanistan is never going to be a civilized country because the people aren't civilized. By the uh, way, Speaking of where civilization they created was invented. Civilization. They created math, you fucking idiot. He also said he had zero sympathy for Iraqis because they don't use toilet paper or forks and that the war could turn around if somehow the Iraqis decided to behave like human beings. Uh, Speaking of like virulent Islamophobia that Mm -hmm. leads to things like what happened in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. Tucker. It's almost like it's all part of the same thing and it's been mainstreamed for several decades and that people keep acting surprised when it erupts in violence, meaning white terrorists killing Muslims. Weird how that keeps happening. Yeah. Um, Uh, Also on the topic of um, ignorant white people, mm -hmm. um, I was at work the other day overhearing a couple, couple of bros come in like Williamsburg bros and they're enjoying their ramen and uh, you don't get ramen Williamsburg bros. Well, it gets worse. It gets worse. Um, so they're, uh, one of them says to the other, I'm like, Oh, you've never had pho. And, um, the guy's like, no, what is it? It's like, Oh, it's the soup that was popular before ramen was popular and goes on to describe pho, 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 however it's pronounced. Sorry. Um, without, ever once saying the word Vietnamese or even Asian. He probably has no idea. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, yes, these dishes just appear out of the ether in yeah. a Williamsburg restaurant right. for you, white man. White people invented this, right? Uh, speaking <laughs> of Australia and Islamophobia, also in good news, uh, Milo Yiannopoulos, remember him, everybody? Uh, has been banned from entering the country of Australia (laughs) over his comments on social media about the New Zealand mosque shootings. Uh, 
Fuck you, Milo. <laughs> Australian Immigration Minister David Coleman said in a statement that Yiannopoulos' comments regarding the massacre are appalling and uh, ferment hatred and division. Uh, yeah. So. That is true. Good deal. Also, uh, Yiannopoulos is like $2 million in debt. <laughs> so that's hilarious. Serve him right. Yeah. Uh, at least $2 million in debt. So, oh, yeah. And then this was good news, too. But also wild for reasons I'll get to. Uh, Lily Singh became the uh, first woman to host a uh, cable late night TV show since 1983. Oh, my God. And 1983 was Joan Rivers subbing for uh johnny carson so not even her own show so there has never been a woman who has hosted her own uh cable news or cable late night tv show of course there's like samantha b but she's on tbs um busy phillips but no like uh major network has had a, uh, a a woman host a late night show. That's which wild. Is wild, everybody. It's 2019. So congratulations to Lily Singh. Yep. She's also um, did I read right that she's bi and oh is or she queer? She's she's Indian Canadian. Um, so she's a woman of color. I hadn't read that she's bi, but hell yeah, if that's true. Um, yeah, it's fucking awesome. She's a sh- huge YouTube sh- uh, star. She's got like millions of followers. I'm such an old woman that I've never heard of her. Yeah, that's I've really interesting though to like see. It'll be interesting to see how like YouTube stars begin to translate into onto like networks and stuff like this. Yeah, I kind of feel like everything's just going to become one platform where I feel like um, like quote unquote TV shows are going to become more online and online will become more like. I think it'll become more interchangeable like that. Like, it's sort of weird to me. I was talking about this with somebody the other day. I really want to see Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone. Mm -hmm. But you can only see see it with CBS All Access Pass. And I'm like, who the fuck is going to buy this? I mean, he's so popular, I'm sure people will. But it just seemed like sort of uh, steps backwards where I'm like, wouldn't you? I don't know. I'd like to see that on, like, Netflix. Yeah. But also Black Mirror's on Netflix, so maybe they thought they would be competing too much. Who knows, everybody? But congratulations mm. to Lily. That's amazing. I can't fucking believe that it took all this time, but that's sexism, baby. And yep. also, you would fucking cry if you saw how many women actually write for late night shows. <laughs> it's not many. Even some of your favorite... um so-called progressive male hosts don't they have a little huh. bit of a problem hiring huh. women for some huh. reason for I, some reason i still am pissed off about uh seth meyers being like one of the faces of the pro fosta sesta stupid yeah celebrity campaign i'm like yeah i bro. i don't know what his motivation bro. is but sometimes it's like celebrities are dumb and they don't actually know what they're supporting yep and maybe you well anyone will if 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 you get told that, oh, this is anti-sex trafficking, anyone will jump well, on board that. Going back to how to be a good ally, if you're claiming to help people, right? Maybe uh, talk to oh those people. Oh, my God. We totally didn't talk about the stupid now NYC anti-decriminalization <laughs> rally. Oh, no, we didn't. Um, but where there was, the, it was specifically a rally against decriminalizing sex work. Um put on by the National Organization of Women. <laughs> and Great. Uh, a sex worker who was counter-protesting got kicked out for being disruptive. Meanwhile, a organization with a sign that said they were against transgenderism uh, <laughs> was prominently displayed throughout the rally. Against it, like, existing in nature? Like, um, <laughs> I refuse to acknowledge <laughs> that this is a thing. Yeah. And it exists in my world. Um, also, check out my turf bangs. Yeah. Um, Guys, please follow <laughs> Faith on Twitter at Bohemian Faith. Are you a fan of the show? Please go to lighttreason.news and smash that donate button. Or if you want some little uh, more perky perks, go to patreon.com slash Kilkenny. Sign up at the $5 a month or the $10 a month level to keep us going. 
how would you feel about me hosting this baby on my own sometimes? Hashtag light trees and pod. Let me know what you think. Thanks so much for listening. And while you're at it, get out there and cause a little trouble. <laughs>